everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about how to get back on track fast after the holidays. Okay. So these are something you obviously have to prepare for holidays, vacations, when you're sick. Um, those are the big three that are going to happen in your life. And so we can't have this all or nothing mindset. We need to be able to have a strategy for when we get off track and how we get back on track fast. And as usual, the more strategic the plan is, the better your results are going to be most likely. Because what a lot of people try and do is, you know, they're kind of perfect up until the day. They may even want to be perfect on the holiday or during the vacation. And then they think they're just going to get right back on track once that's over. And I've seen that to not be the case. So I wanted to first, I'll give you some strategies in a minute. But the first thing I want to talk about is just the concept of having strategies <laughs> to get back on track. Because again, with an all or nothing mindset, no strategy is necessary. Just be perfect again, right? And um, that rarely works. So I want to break down that, you know, really, again, it, you know, I start to have like specific strategies I'll use when I get back on track. But a lot of what makes those strategies work is the expectation that I'm not going to be perfect on my first day back. Okay. So I'll give you an example. Yesterday was Easter, right? And so even leading up to Easter, there's just more candy around. Um, then all of a sudden Easter comes and it's, you know, more baked goods and sweets and candy and all, all that stuff. And so I eat that stuff all day. And it's really been a couple days of, of overeating, of eating not as clean as I normally am. And then, you know, Monday, you're supposed to just be, bam, right back on track. Good luck, okay? Because now you've kind of put the sugar in your body, put the carbs in your body, put all this food in your body, and now you start craving those foods. And on top of that, if you overate yesterday, if you drank it all, you're kind of depleted today, okay? So the idea that you're just going to, Monday is going to come and you're going right back on track, maybe, maybe, but if not, you want to have some other strategies at play. Okay. Because it's less important that you get back on track hundred percent on Monday than it is that you get back into your normal routine over the week. Okay. And so, um, we can break it down into some other kind of sub strategies that get us back to that place. And it all relies on not being all or nothing. So I can tell you for me, um, my day has my Monday today is usually my start of my eating day. And that is usually like, like the way I set up my week. I have five days clean eating, two days pleasure eating. And so it's every Monday kicks off the clean eating. And so usually on a Monday, yeah, I'm ready to go uh, pretty much 100% right where I want to be. Today, not so much, you know, because we hosted yesterday. So we got like, you know, um, like home fries and, you know, baked French toast and, and all this different stuff um, that was still around in addition to the candy. And so I wake up this morning, I'm starting that stuff because it's right there. You know, so again, am I de depressed? Am I bloated? I blown it for the week? No, I realize that's just part of it. Again, it's my kind of my cravings and stuff just carrying on from the day before. So what I do is I reduce to the ridiculous and I want to just get myself back on track. Now I've got a specific breakfast I'm going to eat. So I ate that. Now I ate more than that because I was eating that other stuff, probably twice as much as I normally eat for breakfast. So that kind of kicks me off in one direction. Now I usually have salad for lunch. I didn't feel like eating salad for lunch because now my taste buds are uh, kind of attuned up to sweeter, more, you know, pleasurable foods. And so salad seems boring to me. So I skipped the salad and, um, you know, again, I eat some hummus and carrots. It's healthier stuff, um, but not as healthy as my salad. Right. Um, but the big one, right. I'll show you for me anyways, is water. So water is a big part of it. And I start drinking more water, kind of flush out the system signal to my subconscious mind that I'm getting back on track here. And so what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't have to be perfection on Monday because what will happen for a lot of people today is because they weren't perfect today, their week's blown. 
All right. And so I want you to get that idea out of your mind that most often, and again, it depends on which holiday, especially like uh, Christmas time, right? That's a way more intense one because that one goes on for almost like the whole month, you know? And so when we want to get back on track, give yourself a little bit of time. People rarely do this and allow yourself, I had a client of this came up with this term re-entry. Now, again, for Easter, we don't necessarily need a lot of time. It's been a day or two. Um, but the longer the holiday vacation, it's very unlikely you're going to just kick off that Monday being perfect. Give yourself a little bit of time to kind of get yourself back up to speed. And you do that by having kind of sub strategies where it doesn't have to be perfect eating, but you have water. Last night I went to bed early. Um, you know, there's uh, meditating, you know, I'm, I'm doing things to kind of quiet and calm myself down, relax myself. That's a big part of my strategy. And so I got these other things I can look at and work on that aren't just eating. Okay. So, so if you get anything out of this, please, please get that because you know, it could be going for a walk. It could be drinking some water. It could be going to bed early. It could be eating some fruit, anything that signals to your mind, I'm getting back on track and give yourself a little bit of time to get back to where you were. Because again, it's easy to say, oh, Monday and do it. And then the week's blown. And now next Monday comes and you've had a blown week and now it's hard to get back on Monday. So that, that I guess is kind of what I'm saying. And I'm always saying that is to get out of that all or nothing mindset. It's killing you. You know, if anything's messing up and sabotaging your weight loss more than anything else, I would say it's the all or nothing thinking. And so allow yourself to have a couple of days and progressively get healthier and healthier throughout them and do it strategically. Okay. When you start being strategic with your weight loss, it changes the whole process because you probably have not been strategic. You've been very tactical. I'm going to use my willpower to make myself eat better, right? One tool, one tactic, and it's not enough, right? Your weight is a holistic, um, it's, it's a holistic outcome. It, it's a result of a holistic process. Uh, a lot of people think of their weight loss like credits and debits, like a bank. No, it's like the stock market. There are a lot of different factors, okay? And when you're kind of in um, holiday mode yesterday to flip back into diet mode today, again, sometimes you can do it. Some people can do it. Great. But a lot of people can't. And now it's like that. that's the only thing they know. So again, give yourself more flexibility and most importantly, be more strategic with yourself and see the big picture. All right. So I hope this helps you. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Um, but I'd love to answer them. So let's see. Let's see. Hey, what's up? What's up, Raw? Uh, hi. Hello, Olivia. You're so right. Well, thank you. Yeah. 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 We don't need to get right back on track hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's better if we're 50% today, 75% tomorrow, hundred percent Wednesday, you know, and that's the best case scenario as well. So, so it doesn't have to be that way. I was wondering, why do you have, why do you have this platform and do all this? Um, what do you earn out of this? Um, I do this stuff for free, like, like on, on, on TikTok, all my social media, I just do for free. Uh, I've been, I, I've been doing professional. I've been like a, a, I'm a hypnotist is where I started. And I, and I really got primarily, I was focused on weight loss. And so, um, yeah, I've been doing this for 20 years and I got program yourself. Then's my program. I've certified coaches. I've done a lot of private coaching. Um, but last year, you know, my goal is to help as many people as possible with their goal weight. So yes, I still, I have my program. Um, but I also, I just give this all away for free. And my story really kind of started, my dad died of a heart attack, you know, when he was 54, I was nine years old. And that, that in one sense kind of put me on this path, you know, 10 years after I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now. And, um, you know, just, just kind of blessed with a lot of things I was exposed to. And so I really kind of, you know, just give this stuff away just to help you out. You know, um, you know, if you want to join my program, <laughs> that could have to cost money too, but, um, I give everything away for free as well, you know, so that, um, I can help you. So yeah, what I earn out of it is just to help people, um, 
you know, really take control of their weight. Cause to me, it's not really just about looking better. It's really about living longer. Um, so I want you to be there. I want you to have the best life possible. And I want you to live as long as you can, you know, for the people that you care about and that love you. Um, what supplements do you advise for a vegan? Um, I, I'm not much of a supplement guy and I'm not a vegan. I'm vegan ish, you know, but, um, yeah, the vegan thing, I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you how I look at things. I try to look at things in a kind of holistic way. And if what I hear and it kind of makes an impact on me is I've never heard of any society living as a vegans, you know, a whole society. And so it's kind of a relatively new idea. And, um, while I am veganish, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm veg well, I'm pescatarian. I do eat fish. Um, but I'm primarily plant-based, but so in terms of like being completely vegan, I, I wouldn't know that that's not really my specialty. Um, Victoria, Hey, hope you and your family are all well and good to see you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We, we had a great, great Easter actually. It was really fun. Um, Demi says you're so inspirational. Thank you so much. I really need to get under BMI 19 now. Okay. Um, yeah, well, that's a good place to start. So I'll suggest, you know, the BMI is a great place to start. Um, but you need to give it more meaning. You know, a lot of times if, if like a doctor tells us to weigh something, if we look at a BMI chart, uh, it's lacking a little bit of meaning. We have to create our own meaning for this process. I always say you want to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. Okay. And what I mean by that is that really weight mastery is an inside out process. It's a process of transforming yourself into the person who you want to be. And if we just look at a number on a scale, if we just get a size closed, just look at a BMI number, um, that you're usually not going to find enough motivation to make it happen. Okay. So I think you want to reframe this as a process where you're becoming the person you want to be. And one aspect of that person is that you have a BMI or a weight or a size that you want to be as well. Okay. But we want to imbue it with more meaning. You know, we can't just assume that saying a certain number BMI weight size is going to be enough. Okay. Um, it's kind of an arbitrary thing. So we need to give it more meaning and make it more meaningful to you. All right. That'd be my suggestion to you. Um, well, it's beautiful. I think that's so rare that people would do that for free. Yeah. Well, I'm very fortunate. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like I, I, it, 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 so I give that, I call it the Robin Hood model. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a big investment to work with me privately. It's $10,000. You know, so just, I, I don't know, I don't want to seem like I'm a saint here. Although, you know, again, everything's relative. Um, and then my, my program, you know, is an investment as well. But um, again, it allows me to give everything away for free, you know? And so, you know, I show up here, I do lives all the time. Um, make videos, obviously see, I, I think I made over 600 videos already now in six months. So, um, I'm always putting out, I make the podcast, you know, five times a week, answer people's questions, you know, I do everything I can to kind of help people out. Um, and again, I, I think it's because it needs to happen. You know, it, it's 70, 75% of the population in America is overweight or obese, you know, and it's, it's a deadly, you know, it, it, like the, the food situation is like the cigarette situation in the 60s. You know, it's this deadly thing that we just don't see it for what it is. You know, our mindset, because we're so conditioned through all the advertisements we've been exposed to to minimize the effects of the food on us, you know, minimize the effects of the weight. And so, you know, I try to get out here to give people better tools and um, because I take it seriously, you know, it's really serious to me, you know. Um, thank you so much. Your content really helps a lot. I'm really glad that really makes me happy. I need to be underweight. I don't like the healthy weight anymore. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know what underweight is for you, but, you know, I will tell you, I'll give you this spiel that because um, I get sometimes people with the underweight thing where I find people with with on the eating disorder side of it and people that are overweight where they can meet somewhere in the middle is that a lot of times the goal weight each of them are going after. They're thinking that that weight is going to make them happy. And uh, the weight doesn't necessarily make you happy. 
you know, it, it's a means to an end, right? You, you could have all the money in the world. You could have the perfect weight. You're still, you know, you're still living life. You know, I mean, there's good ups and downs and all the rest of it. And um, sometimes people think being underweight you know, or at their goal weight even is going to be like this, this paradise, you know what I mean? Like everything's going to be perfect. And that's not, that's not obviously not true. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's always the reasons why, again, why, why do you want to be underweight? You know, that, that, that's where I would start with. Why do you want to be any weight? You know, for me, again, I pick the weight I'm at. I think it's the weight that gives me the best chance at living the longest. <laughs> Keep it that simple. Um, and then on top of that, it's the weight that gives me, I have the most energy. I, I feel the best, you know, I feel lighter. My, my joints aren't carrying around much weight. Um, I just feel better. I feel lighter. I feel like my body's working efficiently. And that's important to me because again, the longevity, I want to be here for my family as long as I possibly can be. I want to be alive as long as I possibly can be. And then I want to be able to provide for them. That's my second biggest, you know, focus. And so in order to be able to do that, I need to have energy, clarity, you know what I mean? Focus and, and motivation and all that stuff. So, um, but, but you understand, oh, thanks for the rose. Um, it, it's not just about a number and a scale. It's not just how I look. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that's just not going to be enough motivation, you know? And so it, it's, again, it's a personal development thing, you know, for me, it, it's, there's so much meaning to it that I've given it. So why do you want to weigh what you want to weigh? You know, really important. Um, love your videos from South Africa, trying to live a healthier lifestyle. Super, super. Um, yeah, South Africa. That's cool. I was like, yeah, it's crazy. All the people around the world, um, watching these, it's pretty neat. People say I need to recover from my ED, but I agree with you. Everyone is fat. I gotta be bones. Uh, I see where we're going with that. Yep. Um, why though? I mean, the, the bones thing, you know, I, I get that, but I always feel, I, I, I don't work with eating disorders. So I want to make that clear. I, I've spent 20 years professionally working with people lose weight, you know, um, and, and get to a healthy weight, healthy, healthy. Cause I don't see the point. I mean, just being, but I, I like I said, I, I haven't experienced, I haven't worked much with eating disorders. You know, I, I work with people that are overweight that want to lose weight. And so getting on TikTok, obviously I, I have, maybe it's not obvious, but, um, yeah, I, I get a lot, a lot of eating disorder stuff, but from what limited exposure I've had to people with eating disorders, the, what, what I see a lot of times is they're using the eating disorder to punish themselves and punish other people in their lives. Um, more than any, there, there's no, I haven't seen a lot of positive intention behind the, the eating disorder, you know? And so I think that, again, that's where I, I think it's important to recognize what weight do you want to weigh and why, you know? Um, you know, if, if everyone's fat and you want to be bones, you know, that, that, that gets in a whole nother territory that, that's out of my, um, my scope, you know, but I do think where the, there is, you know, where they both meet is again, finding some real reasons. Let me, let me put, reframe it this way. What's the best version of you? You know what I mean? That's kind of how I always approach this. And it's not the best version of you, not just because you look a certain way, but because you live a certain way, because you feel a certain way, because you are living a lifestyle that's congruent with your deepest values, you know? Um, and what's the best kick-ass version of you possible? And that's where I would aim at. And, uh, you know, usually that's going to be, you know, it, it, part of that kick-ass version of you is, is a weight where you feel best and, and feel best, not just look like what you think you should look. Because a lot of people do that. I would say one of the biggest mistakes people make in terms of picking a goal weight. That's where I start with people. <laughs> I got to start with the basics. It's like John Wooden. He used to be the most successful. He was the most successful college coach of all time, men's basketball coach. And um, what he would start, even these, these superstars from around the country, right? Come, come to his program. The first day of practice, guess what he shows them? How to put their socks and shoes on, how to tie their shoes right, you know? So a lot of times the most success comes from really focusing on the fundamentals. And one of the core fundamentals that I would suggest, if you want to lose weight, that I would suggest you reflect on is what is your goal weight? You know, because what most people do is pick a weight that's way too low. And so why are you picking that weight? 
oh, that's what I weigh when I was 20. That's what I weigh when I got married. Okay, well, you're, you're 60 now. So you're, it's a diff, you're at a different place. So why do you want to weigh that weight? Because what people don't do is they think of their weight like it's like in a vacuum. You know, you've got to live and eat a certain way in order to achieve that weight. So I always suggest that you choose the weight that's going to be the best quality of life. And that includes how you're going to live and how you're going to eat. Because if you're picking a weight where in order to achieve that weight, you got to eat carrots and drink water, that's a shitty quality of life. You're, you're not going to be happy, even if you're at whatever weight you choose, you know, but people just, for some reason, they just don't think about this stuff. So they're picking extremely low weights that are going to be miserable in order to achieve. And because they're miserable, they don't stick with them. Why do you think you don't stick with any weight loss plan? It's because it sucks. Usually, you know, that's all other story. Cause usually when people want to lose weight, they way overcorrect it. Cause you got a diet mindset. You think like a dieter, but part of that is that you're way overcorrecting day one, 50, 60% calorie cut, you know, and it's, it's just too extreme and you can't stick with it. It sucks. It's miserable. You feel deprived and you're, it's just a matter of time. It's like an endurance test, you know, until you quit it. And so again, but, but, but that's all starts. It all starts with that goal weight. And, and usually people are picking a goal weight that's too low. And when I say too low, it's too low because they don't want to live that way. So if you pick a weight that's lower than what you want to live at, then why, what are you doing? Well, go on perfectionist. I'm going to do That's the weight I should be at. No, if, if you're not even anywhere close to that and you don't want to live that way, then why? You know what I mean? So you got to reflect on that because you're probably just taking for granted. You've been staying the same way for 40 years. You know, it doesn't mean anything to you anymore. Um, yeah, I get you just saying some people use some of your videos on dark ED places online to starve. No, I know that. I, I've heard that. You know what I mean? But, you know, listen, and I get that. I, I don't, I'm not, clearly I'm not doing this to hurt anyone. You know what I mean? And so I say my stuff's not going to work for people with ED because my stuff all comes from a place of being healthy, you know? And it's like, if you're doing this to not be healthy, it, it's completely incongruent, you know? And um, yeah, I know it, it's frustrating. I'll tell you the first time, I mean, gobsmacked shocked I was the first time I did a video it was like, how thin do you want to be? And I know the word thin. I've thought about this, but it was the word thin. And I was like, and I got all that, you know, from, from that community. Um, but I, I mean, again, there, the 10,000 people die a year from eating disorders. Almost 4 million people die a year of, of being overweight and obese, you know? So I can't not make any weight loss videos because there's people that are struggling to put weight on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So anyways, people use all sorts of stuff. I know they'll look at my videos. Oh, you trigger my ED. You shouldn't be on TikTok. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you watching your underweight people you're watching all day is way worse than me asking how thin you want to be. Anyways, my goal weight is 39 kilograms and 35 kilograms and 29 kilograms. Yeah. I'm gonna let that go again. Th that's not really my specialty, but again, what's the best version of you? It's probably not the skinniest one. It's probably to punish you or someone, you know, do you know how not to get be booted? I struggle with this. Do you know how not to be booted? I don't know what that means. Um, do you only specialize in overweight people? Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's isn't your fault. It's our fault and our sick minds. Don't worry. Um, yeah. Again, I mean, I will say this. That's why it's the personal development thing, you know, and it's obviously, you know, this with the the eating disorder stuff. But you know that. I mean, everyone knows that the eating thing. Ah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of my depth. I, I don't talk about that. Oh, bloated, bloated. Oh, let me see. Um, do you know how not to be bloated? I struggle with this. Um, I mean... I'm just going to give you a general suggestion. I think not to be bloated is probably what you're eating, you know? And I think that the standard American diet is a very bloating diet, make you feel very bloated. Um, so as you start eating more fruits, vegetables, greens, and beans, well, you'll feel a little bloated from the beans initially probably, but um, eventually you'll feel a lot better and a lot lighter. But if you're eating a lot of dairy, a lot of fat, a lot of processed foods, you're probably going to look and feel bloated, you know? Um, 
That's what I think. So, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's all about, again, I, 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 it's where I say everyone can probably meet in the same thing is like what weight gives you the best quality of life. And I always say like this, like, like, like weight, your weight and money are similar in the sense that they're means to an end. Right. Cause if like you have a lot of money, but you make your money by robbing senior citizens, you know, then, then that's not, that's not a great quality of life. Right? Even like a lot of money is a shitty quality of life. And so if you're at a weight, but you're miserable and unhappy and everyone's upset with you, you know what I mean? That's probably not a great quality of life either. You know? So I think it's always important, more important to orient towards the quality of life, the overall quality of life. And part of that is, you know, what's the sustainability of something? You know, um, what, what are you going to be able to do, you know, to maintain it and to live the life you want, you know? And I think that's a better place to go to, you know, ignorance. Why do we treat obesity as a medical problem instead of a psychological one? It seems wrong approach. Well, you know, I, I, I say this all the time. I think the medical system and I love the medical system, a lot of it, but, but let's be honest. I think it's built primarily on treating symptoms rather than finding cures. Typically, I think that's where the money is, you know, um, you know, so I don't, I don't know, you know, but, but I find that too, even with the dieting, the dieting is always that, you know, in plus, like if you ask an average person how to lose weight, they're usually going to say like diet, you know, medicine, the Ozempic stuff or some, you know, the injections now or surgery, you know, we've been conditioned, you've been conditioned 50 years of diet advertising has got your mind, you know, trapped to think like a dieter. You know, and so even dieting is, is a treat the symptom because most people think about dieting is like, I'm going to do it temporarily to lose the weight. They never think about a foundational shift in how they think, feel and behave in order to live as a thin person. So that's always the thing I always suggest is that you want to stop thinking about losing weight and start thinking about mastering your weight. Think about getting to your goal weight instead of spending the rest of your life there on near autopilot. That, that's the real goal. And um, I think that goal just, just articulating that way causes you to find better strategies and solutions um, than you've been looking at, you know? Why are you kinda? I like hearing you talk. Why am I kinda? I don't know what kinda means. Kinda what? <laughs> but I'm glad you like hearing me talk. I, I, that's what I do. I'm a hypnotist, so. And I try to tell the truth. They want to pill the work. Yeah, of course they want to pill the work, you know? And it's, again, it's just a nonstop stream. The obesity conspiracy, the three main players, right? The food companies, the diet companies, and the medical establishment. And um, none of them are giving you any answers, you know? That's why I say I kind of fill in like a unique void in the weight loss world because everyone's always telling you what to do. No one tells you how to get yourself to do it, you know? And it, it's absolutely psychological, you know, as you said. And um, I don't know, just no one really works on this. I don't know why. So, uh, yeah. Um, I keep wanting to change my mom for her to be a strong woman. Am I projecting? Yeah, probably. I always say, I always tell people with this that... um. I always tell people that, that because, you know, listen, I'll tell you one of the hardest parts of losing weight in, in doing that whole path is, is the people around you. Because ironically, a lot of times people around you don't support you the way you think they should, you know, um, or we want people around us to lose weight or do something more, but it, it, you can't change other people. It, it's hard enough to change yourself. If you're trying to lose weight, never mind trying to get other people to lose weight. Look how hard it is for you to get yourself to do it, you know? And so I always suggest, I had someone on here last week it was a, a mom talking about her daughter who put, put a bunch of weight on in college, you know, and said, how do I got to talk to her? How do I, how do I talk to her? And I say, you know, and I'm, I'm just one man. So take it or leave it. But it's like, 
when I see people that are struggling that I know personally, I never bring that stuff up. I just want to be there for them. If they want to talk about it, cool. But I'm never telling, oh, hey, you know what? Listen, anyone that's put weight on knows they put weight on. You know what I mean? A lot of people that want to be stronger, that feel weak, they know they want to be stronger. They don't know how. Again, that's what gets back to what I do is, is everyone, you all know you want to eat better. You want to look better. You want to live healthier. We all know we want to do certain things. The challenge is how do we get ourselves to do it? That's the hard part. And no one ever teaches us this. That's why, I, again, that, that's what got me about neurolinguistic programming. NLP is really one of my core um, strategies uh, or, or modalities that I use. I use hypnosis, NLP, um, a lot of other stuff, but, but those are the primary ones. And um, that's what NLP was all about is like, it's finding the people again, the results you want, role modeling them subconsciously. How do they think about things? Not just how they behave on the surface. And it's how they think about things that usually is the most insightful. And so it's always my focus when I'm working with people, like, again, you go to a dietitian, a per personal trainer, um, nutritionist, doctor, they're telling you what to do. But again, that's not the main problem. You all know enough about what you should and shouldn't need to lose weight. Problem is you, you, you can't get yourself to do it consistently, you know, and you're never learning that. You're never learning how to shift your mindset when it comes to getting the results you want with your weight, you know, and that's why you're stuck. You know, you think like a dieter. And it's your thoughts and your mindset that's keeping you stuck more than anything else. Way more than your genetics, way more than your hormones, way more than your type 2 diabetes and your metabolic disorders, all that stuff. Your mindset's the number one thing affecting your weight. No question about it. And you have no idea how to change it, most likely, because no one ever talks about it. You know, And that, that's literally what I do. That's why I try and get out here and do all this stuff for you all, um, because you never even get a chance to realize that it's your mindset that's the main problem. You know, And so people say, oh, yeah, it is my mindset. But you say your mindset, you have no idea how to change it. You have no idea what your mindset even is, most likely. You know, it's just overlooked. Um, would you would you rather every food have zero calories or every food be free? I don't even know what that means. Like free? Um, how did you become a hypnotist? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I, you know, listen, I, I was 19, right? And I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now. I was binge drinking. I was depressed. I was, I was lost in life, I would say. I took a semester off from college and it was like the universe just blessed me. And then that's how I describe it because within two months I was exposed to hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming, Tony Robbins, yoga, martial arts, and guitar <laughs> meditation. You know, if I want to add that into the yoga, literally all that couple months. And, um, it was unbelievable. You know, I mean, I really, it was unbelievable. I felt like I was let out of jail and, um, I, you know, I, I dropped 50 pounds, but I, I transformed myself from inside out. I, I, I can't explain anymore. Same person, completely different path in life. And, um, you know, I was in school getting a finance and investment degree. And, uh, and I started this stuff and I was like, and then actually this was kind of crazy too. I went to, I went to a business school, right. For, for my last two years there. And, um, I told you I took that semester off and the the orientation for the new school that I was going to, um, the first night there. A hypnotist right and the hypnotist was there and he was a cool hypnotist he was like demonstrating more than he was doing like stage goofy stuff and i was like oh my god and so i just got so into this stuff i still got my degree and stuff but then i went and i was like you know as quick as i could i went and got certified in hypnosis nlp i'm a yoga instructor and all this other stuff and so um yeah it was just such a passion for me because again for me it was life and death my dad died at 54 of a heart attack he now it was 1984 so it's like people have the same knowledge they have now but but he knew his heart was bad he knew I was living was unhealthy and he didn't know how to change it or couldn't change it, whatever. And so, like I said, for me, this really isn't just about like wearing a bathing suit to the beach. I and mean, that's cool. But it's really about like, this is your life. You know what I mean? Like, like this is, there's probably nothing impacting your life more 
than how you're eating, you know, your, your lifestyle, um, you know, and your weight to some degree, you know, it's a huge health marker, your weight. And so to me, you know, and your happiness is all wrapped up in this. So again, I'm extremely passionate about it. And um, I always feel like hypnosis and linguistic programming are the most useful practical strategies to actually change your weight. You know, like, listen, you're watching this. You've been trying to lose weight for probably decades. You know as little about how to lose weight now as you did before you started your first diet. You don't know, you have no idea how to change your behaviors. You know, like you keep telling yourself, you know what to do and you just need to get yourself to do it, which is a sneaky way to say that I have no fucking clue how to change my behaviors. I don't know how to get myself to do it, but you just keep saying, oh, I know what to do. Why? Because you know, a diet, you know, you got to stop eating carbs. You get to stop eating 16 to 20 hours a day. You got some tactic, you know, you should do. Who cares? Knowing what you should do and being able to do are completely different things. I always say this, like, you know how to write with your hand, right? So you know how to write, but can you write with the other hand? You know, like knowing something and being able to do it are two totally different things. And you have no idea how to get yourself to to think, feel, and act like a thin person, you know, and so you're stuck. Hey, what's up, Vicky? Obesity is primarily a psychological issue. It becomes medical when it is chronic and causes diseases. Yep. Um, I mean, all the weight stuff's psychological. I mean, obviously, everything's psychological, right? I mean, we're all brains. We're brains in a dark room inside our skull. You know what I mean? Everything's psychological. Um, there's obviously physical aspects too, but but everything's certainly psychological too. Your approach seems so reasonable, but also so novel. It's really telling how common sense you are. <laughs> Thank you. I really, that that to me, that type of compliment is, is my most favorite. I really appreciate you saying that um, because, you know, I read, I, I'm not like, like I said, I went to business school and stuff, but I'm never like a science brain, you know, but I, I do read kind of a lot of science stuff now. You know, I'm obsessed with stuff for where I read 50 books a year and all this, but you listen, my dad was a mechanic. You know what I mean? Like I, everyone that my family is Greek immigrants, you know what I mean? Like blue collar workers. And so like, I like to be able to describe things in common sense ways. If I can't, then forget it. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not gonna make sense. So that, that really, I, I really appreciate you saying that. That means a lot to me. I'm an emotional eater. I was starting over today, but already craved sugar. Yeah, of course. Right. So listen, it, it, that's not unusual though. Like, like I'm, I'm not an emotional leader anymore. Okay. And I was craving sugar today and I ate sugar today a couple times because yesterday I was eating a bunch of sugar and the day before I was okay. Get in a holiday mode and you start putting this. I always say, listen, I always say this and I'm reinforcing it now. I'm believing it and experiencing it. But every time I eat sugar, I'm like, this is sugar cravings on layaway. That, that's how I always think about it. And so it, it's the starting over today is the problem. Not because you're starting over, but because you're starting over like with perfection. You know, so I'm starting over today. My Monday, this is not as clean a Monday as normal for me at all, at all. Um, but I don't care. It's cleaner than it was yesterday. And tomorrow I'll be cleaner than it was today. You know, the, the world I live in is so much easier to master my weight because it's not all or nothing. You're all or nothing. And now you're like, ah, I fucking blew it. I'm done. Oh, let's catch me next week. And then next week you do the same thing. Have you noticed that everyone? <laughs> do you notice you keep re repeating that same pattern over? Listen, you don't have as much awareness as you think you have. You know, you need to kind of go meta on yourself and you need to separate from yourself and look at yourself from a distance to really appreciate what you're consistently habitually doing because you're, you're not aware of it. And one of the things you're doing as far as the weight loss goes is you have to get all fired up and then you start a plan. You stick with it for a couple hours, a couple days, maybe a couple of weeks, and then you stop and then you go right back to how you were. No, nothing changes, you know, along the way. You just, you endurance test it for a little bit, you know? You're never on a real path though. And I'm not saying that'd be negative. I'm saying just to point it out because you can't fix something you don't know is broken, you know? But you think like a dieter. You got a dieter mindset. That's your core number one problem, you know? Um, and you got to fix it if you're ever going to get the results you want. In a place where I feel like I never lose the weight, never tried hypnosis, always been intrigued. 
Yeah, listen, it, it's here's hypnosis, right? Hypnosis is not you going to a trance. Hypnosis is the process of you influencing your subconscious mind, okay? Because your subconscious mind's controlling your weight. When you go, when you go on a diet, you have a conscious and a subconscious mind. The conscious part of your mind is the logical, rational part of your brain that knows what you should do to lose weight, knows why you want to lose weight, and tries to get you to do it. It's where your willpower is. But what's it fighting? Have you ever thought about this? You want to lose weight. You're all, okay, today's the day I'm going to do it. And then you're kind of like going along and all of a sudden you get some craving or some compulsion, something compels you to do the wrong thing. How does that happen? You ever thought about that? Right? You don't even have an explanation for this, which is just proving the point. You literally have no concept. You have no concept of how your brain works in a practical sense. And you have no idea how your habits work or how your whole weight's created. You're, you're like, in a, you're, you're a blind person in a room trying to figure things out. You know, you have no sense of what you're even doing. Really? Right. So again, I say this not to be an asshole, but I say it to just kind of justify what you've been experiencing because you keep blaming yourself like there's something wrong with you. When in reality, you you have no plan. You you have no strategy. You've got a tactic you try to follow. Okay, well, I'm going to try keto. I'm going to try to get rid of carbs. Okay, that didn't work. I'm going to try just eat Mediterranean food. Mm, okay, that didn't work. Okay, I'm going to try and eat low fat, low fat food. Well, that didn't work. You know what I mean? Like you keep cycling through the different tactics, but the core problem remains that you don't know how to change your behavior, you know? And so anyway, so what's compelling you to do the wrong stuff? It's your subconscious programming and your subconscious mind just runs on autopilot. And so what you do when you go on a diet is you try and use your willpower to fight against your subconscious programming and you can do it for a little while and then eventually you get bored, sick, distracted, whatever. And your subconscious program just keeps chugging along like it always did, you know, and you just keep repeating this process. So yeah, learning how, again, in my program, Program Yourself Dim, you learn the technique where you program your subconscious mind. It's a one, two minute technique you use at night. You've got to be able to program your subconscious mind though, because I, like I can hypnotize you, but you live in a world of hypnosis. Every single TV commercial you see is hypnosis. So you have to learn to do this yourself. And it fucking, it better be important enough to learn it. You know, it's like, here's another thing, man. It's like, you're most likely not even committed enough. You have to approach your weight like college. What? It's not important enough. That's the first problem. There's the first problem. Anyways, you don't even want to lose weight. You wish you'd lose weight. You wish you'd wake up tomorrow and just all of a sudden magically start eating better, but you don't want it. You don't really want it. Stop it. That's your first problem. You've got to be honest with yourself. You, you know what I mean? Like you really wish you'd lose weight. Well, want is how much effort are you putting into it? And what's your effort? What? You're going to start a plan on Monday. Well, this week's fucked, right? So oh, maybe next Monday. And then what? You, you don't tell anyone it's in your head. Okay. Oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to try not eat sweets. You're going to try and not eat sweets. That's your weight loss plan. I'm going to try and not eat carbs. I mean, it's like you're bringing a stick to a bazooka fight. You're not even anywhere close. Not at, you're not within a hundred miles of getting this. If that's your plan. What do you do? What do you do when you're depressed? What do you do when you start all your, your thinking that drives you right down the path to overeat the shit? You, you just have no idea, you know? So anyways, if you want to have an idea, listen, click my link, go get that hypnosis. I'll give you one for free, but more importantly, as soon as I give you this session, it takes a few minutes to send it to you. There's a training there, three steps to master your weight. Watch that training, okay? I'll show you. There's three pillars of weight mastery, mindset, lifestyle, eating, okay? It's those three, and you you are just focusing on eating, and even that's a half-assed plan. <laughs> I don't want to sound like, I don't want to come like I was aggressive, but I get crazy with this because it's like, I get no idea, you know? So yeah, you should, you should learn hypnosis, you know? But again, self-hypnosis. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Okay. So you have to learn how to influence your subconscious mind. You know, it's an art and a science. And I, I use it every single day. I use it for every area of my life because your subconscious mind's controlling your whole life. You're on autopilot most of the time. You don't, you don't honestly think you're just some conscious logical being moving through life. Do you, 
then why do you keep do making such fucking stupid decisions all the time? <laughs> what do you have any? Why do you think? Oh, because I'm a fucking dummy because I'm stupid. No, you're not. You're a smart person, but you have all this subconscious programming bringing you in the wrong direction. And then you try and fight it with your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is your prefrontal cortex is about 10% of your brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're trying to fight against all your subconscious mind. It's like, it's not going to happen. It's, it's just not going to happen. And so until I, I genuinely, I genuinely don't know how you would change, make changes in your behavior and in your life. If you don't understand how to use hypnosis, I truly mean that. I think it's the most powerful modality out of any of them. It's like, Cognitive behavioral therapy is like the most scientifically proved. It's like, yeah, NLP has been doing that shit for, for 50 years. And the hypnosis aspect of it makes it a hundred times more powerful to install that stuff you learn into your subconscious mind. So I, I genuinely feel like, like understanding hypnosis is understanding how your mind works. Cause it's like hypnosis. It's the, the concept. You have a conscious and a subconscious mind. If you don't even understand that dynamic, what, how are you influencing your behavior? I'm just going to willpower it. How's that working out for you? How? Tell me. <laughs> uh, hey, Claudine from Malta. All right, cool. What is the success rate for hypnosis and weight loss? I don't know. Success, success. I don't know how committed is someone. You know what I mean? Like it just depends. If you're committed, it's 100%. You know, no doubt about it because it's a solution oriented path. See, that's the thing. Learning how to be thin is like learning the piano. What's the success rate for someone learning the piano if they're committed to it? Well, it's 100%. What's the success rate if you want to master your weight and you have a plan that allows you to do that? It's 100%. You know, so it's not, it's not like just a, did it work? Did it not work? Well, I mean, are you still using it? Are you still moving on that path? You know, what's your recommendation on stop binge eating? Um, my number one recommendation is to eat more food. Um, I think, um, I think you got to eat more food. Usually when people, now again, that's just my first initial response because I've been doing this for a long time. And when people tell me they're binge eating, it's almost always because they're not eating enough. Right. My classic is the person coming to me and say, Hey, everything's going great until the afternoon night comes. Then I'm eating everything. I'm binge eating. So, okay, well, what are you eating for breakfast and lunch? Nothing. Okay, well, what do you want to do for afternoon dinner? Nothing. Well, it's fucking stupid. You got to eat. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm joking with you kind of, but listen, you got to understand you're a, di you're a dieting mindset person. You, you, you've been hypnotized. Talk about hypnosis. I always joke. I was going to hypnotize people to lose weight. I got to snap you the fuck out of it. <laughs> you're in a dieting trance where you think the more you starve yourself is the fastest way to lose weight. When in reality, the more you starve yourself is the faster way to just start binging and eating, overeating, because you can't control yourself. You know, when every single cell of your being is screaming out for nutrition, when your entire brain and every sense organ in your body is is hyper fixated and focused on food, that's when you're going to manage your eating the best. You know what I mean? Now, I know it sounds silly when I say it like that, but that's what you've been trying to do. You know, and again, you're not even focused on mastering your weight. You just don't, I just want to lose the weight. I don't give a shit what I got to do. I'll just do anything. I just want to lose the weight. Water fast, stop eating, whatever. I'll just, I just want to lose the weight. Great. How many times have you lost the weight and then put it back on? You're getting exactly what you want, right? How long are you going to keep the weight off for? Forever. Okay. Are you acting that way? <laughs> Is that your focus? Like to keep it off forever? I know it's not. I know it's not, you know, because it's a completely different approach when, when you focus on keeping it off forever. Um, so binge eating, yeah, I don't know. That's the first one is to eat more food, nourish yourself. You know, in my program, we have this hunger scale, zero starving, 10 stuffed. And you want to keep yourself three, four, pretty much all day long. I'm not hungry all day. I don't have some amazing willpower. That's why I'm thin and eat well. It's because I'm strategically mastered my eating so that I'm satisfied in a way that the calorie consumption is exactly where I want to be with my weight. So I'm not hungry all day. 
Okay. But anyways, that I, that's probably the biggest reason you're binge eating. The second big one is the emotional eating. You know, again, you've been conditioned to use food as your main emotional management strategy. Do you know how to feel the emotions you want without food? Do you know how to deal with shitty emotions without turning to food? Probably not. Again, in my program, that's one of the main things we focus on because that's what you need to do. That's what I had to do. Why was I 50 pounds heavier? Hmm. Why was I binge drinking? Let me think back. Well, my father died when I was nine and I never dealt with any of that. My mom was amazing, but she didn't know any of that shit. She goes, I just didn't want you to be unhappy. So we could never talk about being unhappy. <laughs> God bless her. I love mom. Um, but, but she didn't have those skills. And so here I am 10 years later. I, I'm absolutely a wreck inside. Never dealt with any of that stuff. Anger sadness, depression, frustration, all, all that shit. And I didn't know how to deal with it. And so what I do, I said, get the fuck away. <laughs> Everything go in my mouth, you know, just distracting myself, you know? So that's the other piece of the binge eating, you know, maybe you got some traumas you haven't dealt with, you know, cause that was a big difference for me. I started doing yoga and meditation and I could sit with these fucking horrible feelings. <sighs> Wasn't easy, but it felt right. You know, and now I can do that too. The worst thoughts I can have, the worst feelings I can imagine, you know, the shit that really makes you keep you up at night. I'll sit present with that. And I can stay calm and relaxed. So that's a huge part too. So again, I don't know your binge eating story, but those would be the two first things I would recommend. Drinking green tea daily helped curb my cravings for sugar, but it did take a while. Yeah, things take a little while sometimes too, right? That's the other thing, you know? It's like you have no patience because every weight loss ad is programming you to want to lose weight fast. You know what I mean? And um, it messes everything else up. Stuffing my face as I listen to this help. Stuff your face. You know what I mean? Like, like it, I don't, it doesn't even matter. Stop judging yourself. You know what I mean? Stuff yourself silly. And then when you're done, take a second and notice how it feels. You know what I mean? Stop beating yourself up about it and just stop when you're done eating. At some point you'll stop stuffing your face. Then stop for five seconds and say, oh, okay, let me turn my attention inwards. How do I feel physically, mentally, emotionally? How do I feel? And you probably feel like shit. Remember that next time you think you want to stuff your face full of, full of whatever, <laughs> you know, I don't really like it. It makes me feel shitty. Love this guy. <laughs> Thanks baby moose. Um, how much does your program cost? My pro my program is $2,000. Um, bringing a stick to a bazooka fight. Brilliant. And so, so true. Right. Right. Vicky, Vicky knows Vicky's in the program. Um, good point. Thanks. You're the best. I love this. I'm glad. I'm glad. I know. Right. It's like, I, I just, I get on here because, um, it's like, you know, I always, I, I, <laughs> any of you that listen to me all the time, you're going you're gonna to be mad that I say this again, because I, I, I got to work on this and I just haven't, but I got this, the obesity conspiracy, right? It, it's the food companies, the diets and um, the medical establishment. So the food companies we know, right? I mean, it's just nonstop ads. The food companies, the cigarette companies, by the way, that's really how you should think about them. Literally the cigarette companies in the seventies, all the studies were coming out that um, cigarettes caused lung cancer. So they started to divest from cigarettes and they went into food, you know, RJ Reynolds bought craft or bought into it, you know, a, a huge stake in it. So literally the cigarette companies went into the food industry and they made the most addictive products possible, advertising the most shittiest way possible. So there's the food companies. The diets are the same thing as the food companies. Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Uh, Atkins Food Products, the same company owns by uh, Onion's Pretzels and Cinnabon. Slim Fast, same company that owns uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So these diets don't want you to lose weight. You know what I mean? They want you to eat their bullshit. They want you to cut your calories crazy because that causes what we call the what the hell effect or counter-regulatory effect that's real specific to dieters. When you really cut your calories, you end up binging ultimately. So I think that's why you keep getting that same diet thing just in different 
different outfits. Um, but it's the exact same process in the, the back of it. And there's a medical establishment, which again, they're not showing you how to cure it. They're just treating the symptoms. There's a lot of money be made off you being overweight, unhealthy and unhappy a lot, you know? So I think you have to find yourself what path you're going to follow. Cause it ain't coming to you. You know what I mean? That's why I get out here and do this. Cause just to point out, I mean, what diet are you going to follow? What diet have you followed? You know what I mean? Like that, you know, makes me crazy. Anyone people go, well, I lost 30 pounds on keto. Yeah. How long you been doing it? Two months. Okay. Give me a call in six months, please, please. Because I, I can't stand. That's the fucking diet mindset of, Oh, I lost this much weight in this much time. Keep, if that's what you keep looking at, you're going to be on the never ending hamster wheel. You know, you're, you're choosing unsustainable strategies. How can I diet without having the risk of developing ED by, by choosing a goal weight that's congruent. Does fish help with weight loss? I mean, it can, you know, I don't eat a lot of fish. Um, I do eat fish, but here's what helps with weight loss is, is satisfying your micronutrient needs. Okay. If you're eating a processed diet, you're not getting your micronutrient needs met. And that's why you're fucking hungry all the time. In addition to the fact that you're consuming really addictive substances in the form of sugar and flour. I made cookies again this weekend and it's really just struck me lately. I'm like, I'm looking at this flour. I'm this is the most powdered flour. You couldn't powder flour like that if you wanted to. By the way, you couldn't make sugar refined the way it is when you're consuming it if you wanted to. I could give you a stick of cane sugar and you ain't coming out with powdered refined sugar like, they, like you're eating. Do you understand? It's, it's concentrated and in, in refined and processed like cocaine is. Like, like I'm not being dramatic. Are you not addicted to car, like flour and sugar? <laughs> right? It's literally addictive substances. Now, I'm not saying you should never do them. Cause I believe in do, I like eating sugar. Sometimes I like eating flour stuff, but I'm very, very careful when I'm eating it. But if you're eating a standard, a standard American diet, a highly processed food diet, you're not getting your micronutrient needs met. And so you're hungry all the time. Just like if you don't get enough calories, your body sends you hunger signals. Okay. And so if you, um, if you're, if you're not getting your micronutrient needs met and I bet you're not because most Americans aren't, you know, and so you're hungry all the time. Yeah. Well, why do you think that is? You know, and you can't nourish yourself because you hate the taste of regular food. You know, that's the problem. You, you've been conditioned to like hyper palatable food, you know, and you're addicted to flour and sugar, which comes in hyper palatable forms. So that when you eat a fruit, a vegetable, greens, beans, it tastes like shit. It's boring. You don't want to eat it. You know, that's part of the problem. How can I diet without the risk of developing an ED? I just want to talk about that real quick. Um, again, I think that the point is to come out with a goal weight that's really congruent. You can't just pick a goal weight. That's what the biggest mistake people make is they just pick a goal weight and they don't take into account how they're going to live and how they're going to eat in order to accomplish that. Now, for, for a person who's overweight, wants to lose weight, they usually pick a weight that's too low and they don't want to live that way. And that's a big reason why they never even get close to that. Because deep down, like, I don't want to live like that. It's a shitty quality of life. Oh, I can never eat. You know, I got to drink water, any carrots all day. That sucks. I don't want to do that. But they won't let go of that weight. God forbid they raise the weight up to where they actually are willing to live, right? But anyways, for people on the ED side of it, you have to look at the personal development side of it. What's the best version of you? Why the fuck are you doing this? Just so you can say I'm X amount of pounds because that doesn't mean shit to anyone unless you're like a, a model or like, like, you know what I mean? Unless your weight is directly related to your livelihood, you know what I mean? If you just think I'm going to get to X pounds, then I'm going to be happy. Then everyone's going to love me. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not. 
Now, if you get to your goal weight and it's the weight where you're the happiest and the healthiest and the most vivacious and the most patient and the best version of yourself, yeah, then everyone's going to love that. But if you're some fucking miserable person who's really skinny, no one, no one likes that. Just so you know. So I don't, don't want to burst anyone's bubbles, but you know what I mean? So with the ED thing, it's like, yeah, because you're just so obsessed with this number on a scale, which doesn't mean shit. I mean, how many more people do you need to go ahead of you to let you know? Um, yeah, you never, you never get to a place where you feel good about yourself. I, I had a coach, I, I certified some coaches and program yourself then. And one of them was a competitive bodybuilder. And I said, what was it like right before you went on? You look in the mirror. I'm like, you're, you're right there. You're right back. She goes, I just noticed all smaller imperfections, you know? So that's the ED path. That's anyone's path potentially. Cause that's a whole thing too, to master your weight. It's really two parts, action and acceptance. You got to take the right actions to get your weight where you want it to. But there's also a level of it's got to be acceptance because we live in this bizarro world where you've had perfection put in your face your entire life so no matter what weight you get to there's gonna be something about yourself that doesn't look like you think it should and you're gonna feel like shit about yourself right um comparison's the thief of joy and i guarantee you you've got to deal with this it's, it's called dopamine dopamine's the grass is greener chemical and so we can always look at someone who looks better than us in some way and then feel like shit about ourselves so you've got to recognize that and kind of deal with that take it into account um what do you mean by not eating a processed diet? Can you give me an example of a healthy day? Yeah. I mean, you know, so, so for me, right. So I'll start breakfast off and I'll have toast, but it's Ezekiel toast, right? So it's sprouted bread, right? It's not flour. It's sprouted grain. Okay. Um, natural peanut butter on that apple with some peanut butter, natural peanut butter. Okay. Um, then at lunch, I'll have a salad. You can watch my salad. Video. I just put it, a reposted one and you can watch me. That's my salad. Nutrient density, nutrient variety. It's green mix, you know, carrots, onions, cucumbers, um, garbanzo beans, um, sometimes hard boiled eggs. I just eat the whites cause I get cholesterol. Um, and I, I don't know, peppers, tomatoes, you know what I mean? Like, like, again, there's like seven, eight vegetables in there. That's my lunch. Okay. Um, and then dinner is something natural. So it might be brown rice, uh, you know, some chickpea dish with, you know, ch chana masala. I, I don't know. That might be tacos. You know what I mean? Um, but it's all whole foods, you know, everything's pretty close from what it looks like in nature. Then on the weekend, I eat more processed foods. But even that stuff, I, when I say processed food, what I'm talking about, flour, you know, that's processed. Um, I don't, I don't eat fat. I don't eat junk food. I don't really eat shit out of a bag. Typically, um, it's all pretty natural foods. So yeah, processed. Does it look like it grows in the ground and then you're eating it? That's natural food. If it looks like it comes in a bag and it looks like something that you can't find in nature, that's processed. So I, that's kind of simplistic, but you know. Um, it, 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 that's a big question to be asking, you know, um, how to increase my maintenance of calories over time. I'm tired of gaining weight whenever I eat 1500 calories. Um, okay. Well, you know, I, I think that it's all about calorie density. You know, that's the real secret to mastering your weight. Okay. So calorie density is the amount of calories within a volume of food, right? So you could have a cookie this big, that's hundred calories, or you could have a salad this big, that's hundred calories. And you have to understand that you're, the satiety, right? How satisfied you feel from eating something. It's not just the calories you're eating at all. It's the volume of the food is part of it, right? Cause your stomach has stretch receptors. And so when you eat that salad, it stretches your stomach more and you feel satisfied longer. Okay. As opposed to the cookie, which doesn't stretch your stomach, you eat it and you still feel hungry. And then there's what it's made out of. So the cookie is made out of flour and sugar. And so it very quickly, it's absorbed into your body and it's just all absorbed and none of it stays in your intestines. That salad, it's a lot of fiber. 
So that stays in your intestines and it causes you to feel fuller. There's a thing called the ileal break and the, the colon break. So when you eat a lot of fiber, it stays in your intestines and you feel more full. You feel more satisfied. When you're eating all highly processed foods, a lot of powders, flour and sugar, it just disappears and all of a sudden you feel hungry again, which is probably what a lot of you are all feeling, hungry all the time, you know, which is why you can't control your diet. So yeah, calorie density though is the amount of calories in a food. So more natural foods, I'll give you the, the spoiler, fruits, vegetables, greens, beans have very low calorie densities pretty much, you know, and most processed foods have a very high calorie density because high calorie foods are very addictive. When you eat a high calorie food, your brain releases lots of dopamine, which is encouraging you to eat more of it, you know? And when you eat lower calorie foods, your brain doesn't give you that signal. So again, eating a cookie compared to eating a carrot, they're two different experiences, right? Why? Because evolutionarily getting calories was important. We lived in a food scarce environment. So when you eat calories now, your brain says, yeah, 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 more of this, more of this, because it thinks there's not gonna be calories tomorrow, you see? But you can't let that drive your eating behavior. You know, you, you've got to make more strategic decisions on that. Um, you just got my mother-in-law <laughs> skinny and happy as my mother-in-law. Yeah, of course. Right. We don't want to be skinny and happy. We, we want to be, you know, so I'll give you an example, you know, so I've been at the same weight for 30 years, except about 10 years ago, there was a blip where I put about 20, 25 pounds on. And that was a period of time where I, I had my son who was not a good sleeper. So I, I was overtired and um, we moved into a new house. We're totally redoing it. I was running my business. So I was, I was exhausted. I was tired. And, um, so you know, I, I dropped some of that weight, but what I did, cause it was, it was a, it was a difficult time of life. It was just hard. It was one of the more challenging times. You know, I believe what I did. You're never going to believe this. I raised my, my goal weight. I raised my goal weight because keeping my regular goal weight was a lot harder in that situation. But again, my main goal is my quality of life, not the fucking weight the, the weight in itself doesn't mean anything. You've got to get this through your head. Cause if you don't, you're just going to be stuck. I, I promise you. Cause it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. He swears so much, but I don't know the way to put it. It's just fucking bullshit that you're going to get to some weight and it's going to like make everything perfect. If you're starving yourself to get there, there's, there's no magic at that number is what I'm trying to tell you. You know, the magic's when you start living in a way where you feel amazing, where you feel good about yourself, where you feel in control, where you're not emotional eating. Cause never mind emotional eating, putting weight on you. The worst part of emotional eating is you're creating emotional malnourishment. And what I mean by that is that you're either using that food to feel some emotion that you want to feel, or you're using the food to not feel some shitty emotion you don't want to feel. Either way, you're fucked <laughs> because if you're using food to relax, it's not really relaxing. It feels relaxing for that 10 minutes you're eating it. But then as soon as those 10 minutes are over, that food and the weight and the health issues it causes are causing more stress than that 10 minutes of relaxation is leaving. Okay. And then if you're using the food to not feel negative emotions, you're not resolving those emotions. You're just distracting yourself from a little while and you're adding to it. Cause then you feel like shit about yourself. You're unhappy. You're worried about your health, whatever the consequences of, of your weight are. Okay. So the, the real beauty of emotional eating, the real solution is to start dealing with your emotions genuinely. And again, I don't, I don't blame you. You're not taught to do this. And so you don't know how, you know, but once you do, it's a, it's a game changer. That's why I say, I, I think you got to make this a process of personal development, you know, and part of that is, well, how do I deal with shitty emotions? How can I feel the emotions in my life that are going to nourish me in a genuine way? You know, and that those questions bring you down a different path, you know, than the, than the just weight, losing weight. Um, Vicky says fiber and protein help hungry hugely with satiety. Yeah, yeah, fi fiber and protein. And that's why, because the fiber and protein, they stick around longer in, in your gut, you know, and they make you feel more full. 
if you're eating a lot of like it, you, this is the illusion, right? Cause you can eat a bagel and a bagel, ah, it's chewy, right? It feels like there's a lot to it, but in reality, it's just flour. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it goes in your body, it just melts away. It's just flour. It, there's no satiety with that, you know? And so the protein, the fiber stick around it. They're, they're real things you would eat. You have to think about the natural world. Everything was fiber and protein, everything, you know, you couldn't spike your blood sugar in the natural world. If I dropped you in the woods, you couldn't spike your blood sugar. If I gave you a million dollars to do it short of finding a, a you know, a, um, a beehive, right. And, and getting some honey, but you couldn't have done that, you know? And so here you are now and you can't make it a day without spiking your blood sugar six, seven, eight times a day, perhaps, you know? So it's so unnatural, but you've lost sight of this, you know? Um, Hey there, listen to one of your videos while I slept and chose water at lunch over a Coke. Hey, congratulations and great job. Yeah. And that that's the point. You know what I mean? That's why my program is so effective because it's not a willpower based program. It's subconscious programming. So as you start to reprogram your subconscious mind, you start to naturally make healthier choices automatically without relying on willpower. That's the secret, you know, to getting the results you want. So um, now it just makes sense, you know? Makes so much sense. I get out here and I explain this to everyone, you know, because it's not, I can't just like, like when it comes to weight loss, you just want a tactic. You know what I mean? You just want me to tell you like, like, how do I stop binging? Oh, just do this. Right. Cause you, you, that's what you want to hear. Cause that's what you've conditioned to hear with the weight loss. Right. Oh, just stop eating. Oh, oh no. You know what you got to do? Intermittent fasting. Oh, you got to do keto. You got to do carnivore. You got to do this. You got to do that. Yeah. And it's like, no, you need to think differently. You know what I mean? You need to change your whole approach to this process. Like you're, you're 180 degrees backwards. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you've been struggling to lose weight, it's 100% because you're just ass backwards with your mindset. I mean, 100%. And I, 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 and I do these all for free just to point that out there, you know? And once you get it, you say, oh, shit, yeah, maybe I should invest in the program and actually learn this. Maybe I should make a commitment to actually master this area of my life. Hmm, the fucking area of my life that is going to dictate how long I'm alive for. The area of my life that's going to dictate the enjoyment of my life while I'm alive, you know? And it's like, again, you got to understand when you have 70, 75% of the population's overweight or obese, you have to understand the cultural engineering that has to go into making that possible. Okay. And I'm going to give you an example of what I mean is that a great, great reference point for all this is to look at cigarettes. Okay. Because if you look at cigarettes, I'm just made a video of this. If, if I went back a hundred years in a time machine and I saw someone smoking, I say, Hey, Hey, stop smoking. It's bad for you. They'd look at me like I had lobsters growing out of my ears. You know what I mean? Like they'd be, what are you talking about? Because no one thought a cigarette is being unhealthy. It was just a normal thing to do, which is crazy in one way, because if you're inhaling smoke into your lungs multiple times a day, you would think the effects would be obvious, but it just proves you how powerful our brains are. We can literally delete the effects of cigarettes in our lungs. And this is what's happening to you with the food right now is you're minimizing and deleting how negative the effects of this food and this lifestyle are on your life, on your day-to-day -day reality, your mindset, mentally. How do you think about yourself? Well, if you've been trying to lose weight for 20, 30, 40 years, right? How is that affecting your mindset? Do you feel like a failure when it comes to your weight? Do you feel less than? Right? What's your self-image? Do you feel like you can take action and take control of this? Are you worried about your health? Are you worried about your lifespan? Are you worried about sicknesses? And you're just living with that. And then there's the emotions that come with that. Feeling like a failure, feeling frustrated, feeling angry, feeling scared, feeling worried. You know, this is the day-to-day -day reality you've just gotten accustomed to living with. Why? Because you have no idea how to change your weight. 
And it's because you have no idea how to change your mindset, you know? So the first step is always getting in touch with the pain. I'll tell you um, right now, by the way, if you, I would strongly suggest that you go to my bio, click that link and get the sign up for that hypnosis session. Um, because in an, in a little over a half hour, I'm going to do a live webinar, right? And, and if you're there, I'm going to send out a link right before I do it. Um, but we're going to go through this. One of the things we're going to do in this training is the upward downward spiral. And this is something I use a lot of my clients because listen, you know, oh, you might, I have people sometimes that have type two diabetes. So, I mean, they, they, you fucking got it. And they still, still aren't motivated to eat well. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's not enough to just know something. We have to feel it. We have to internalize it. And no one's doing that to you. Because there's too much money being made off you being overweight, unhealthy, and unhappy. Way too much money. Uh, they get you coming and going. They get you eating all... They get you coming... <laughs> they get The food companies get you to eat their shit, right? The diet companies, which are just the food companies as we just went over, um, they're getting you when you try and, you know, suddenly bullshit, you know, snake oil. And then the medical establishment ultimately gets you because then you have to get your insulin or your your try your Ozempic or whatever bullshit you're going to try to lose weight, surgeries, whatever you're going to do, you know? So there's there's so much money being made off of people that are overweight, unhealthy, and unhappy, you know? That, that for you to get this message even, how, when's the last time you even heard me, someone talking like I'm talking? I'm not talking anything crazy either, right? Like I'm not, I'm not giving you like the newest neuroscientific research. I'm just saying common sense shit that you never think about. Never think about it. You know, and it's because there's so much money to be made keeping you in this fog, you know, and your literal life depending on it. And you don't feel that way about it. You want to lose weight so you can wear a bathing suit to the beach this summer. You know what I mean? That's that diet thing. They want to motivate you enough to just get their product, but not motivate you enough to actually change. But that'll be different when you do the upward and downward spiral that we're going to go through because you internalize it. You realize what's at stake here. You know, you're, you're just, you, you've created a system of avoiding and minimizing the damage that's going on. And that's one of the primary things that's keeping you stuck overweight. You know, you're not seeing it for what it is. You'll say, well, how much is your program? It's $2,000. Oh, $2,000 to lose weight. It's not to lose weight. It's to become the person you want to be. You know, by the way, if you, if you log in there and watch the training that follows, you can actually get the program for half price. But yeah, because you got to commit. You know what I mean? Like, like your approach, I always say this, I, I just the, the college metaphor, right? If you went to college, how important was it that you committed to it? Because it was probably pretty hard. No, <laughs> right? And then think about how your commitment to weight loss is. It's like, I don't know, you're going to do Coursera, right? Where it's like free, free courses from Harvard and all the great schools, right? You take them all for free. Yeah, good luck. Because if you're like me, you do that, then until it's fucking hard or boring, you're like, oh, that's enough, right? But that wasn't how college was. College was hard as hell. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but but I've invested a lot of money and time and effort into this. I'm, I want to do it. I want to finish it. And I got a support system and all the rest of it. And then you think about how you're trying to lose weight. What, Monday? What, what's going to happen? What, Monday? Monday, some magic Monday, the Monday, magic Monday you're waiting for, <laughs> right? Year after year of magic Mondays, you know? Because you never make a commitment to it. You know, and if you do make a command, this is the worst part to me too. Again, I love personal trainers, nutritionists, they have their place, but it's like, listen, a personal trainer is just like external willpower. Do you know what I mean? You're just paying someone to keep, you know, whip you. You know what I mean? You're not making any changes inside, you know, you got to commit to think, act and respond differently, you know, to, to think, act and respond like a naturally thin person, you know, and tailor it to your own experience, you know? 
yeah, there's Tracy. It's worth every penny. Yeah, Tracy just joined. And Tracy is, is she's awesome. Cause yeah, again, it, it's there's so much you could be at this for so long and you think you know everything. You know, I always say this. I'll say this. I'll give you an example. If you close one eye, look at your nose, you see it. Close the other eye, look at your nose, you see it. Open both eyes, your brain deletes your nose from your awareness. Still there, but your brain's like, oh, I got to look at your nose. We know it's there. There's no value in looking at it all the time. So there are a lot of challenges and solutions that are right in front of you that you're just not seeing. I promise you. You think you're aware. You think you know what you got to do and just got yourself to do it, but you don't. You know what I mean? Like it's a different way of learning. And, and like thinking you're going to lose weight is almost like thinking you're going to learn a language by yourself. Or you're going to learn the piano by yourself. And now when I say by yourself, I mean like without even any, any books or, or courses. I'm just like you're sitting at the piano just hammer it out yourself. You ain't. <laughs> and that's what you're trying to do with your weight loss. You're trying to just like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just, oh, I know what I got to do. I just got to do it. I'm just going to force myself to do it for the fucking hundredth time. The hundredth time that, that I'm going to, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the same thing that hasn't worked a fucking hundred times. I'm going to do it. But tomorrow's going to be different because tomorrow it's going to be different. I, I don't know why. Why anyone thinks that? <laughs> But because I know why, because you're in a trance and in the diets, you get this nonstop diet, diet of diets marketing, and you can't think you can't even separate weight loss from dieting at this point. You know, again, let me let me just say something to you. And how come you haven't thought of this already? Right. But stop thinking you want to lose weight, because which is more accurate for your goal? Do you want to lose weight? Do you just want to lose the weight or do you want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on your autopilot? Well, I know the answer to that, but you never articulate it that way. You know what I mean? So I can't even tell you, you're in a mental prison that you can't see from the diets, you know? Yeah. Tracy, I've learned so much in just two weeks. And it's true because sometimes people get in the program and they go, um, I'm doing everything right and I'm not losing weight. So I don't, I don't even know, know where to start. And then a week later they go, uh, you know what? Actually, it turns out that I'm, I tend to snack at night. A lot of nights I'm snacking between eight and 10. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like you you just you're not aware of what you're even doing most likely and you certainly are not being strategic you know because deep down it's that no pain no gain right where you want the diet to be as fucking hard as it can be because you associate the harder it is the, the more difficult it is the faster your results are going to be so you're so you are you're upside backwards down I, you have i don't know what to tell you um, how much did you lose? 50 pounds. But more importantly than losing 50 pounds, I've kept that weight off for 30 years on near autopilot. No diets. I don't even work out. I do yoga, but I don't do any like active working out. I'm working on that now for other reasons. Um, it's purely controlling what I'm eating, you know? And I do that through mindset. Again, there's three pillars to, to success. I make a pyramid shape. Mindset's on the bottom, the foundation, lifestyle, eating on top, Okay. And most people just focus on the eating and even the eating one in my program, eating, you're making your own eating blueprint. You know, everyone, every other diet, oh, here's the plan. Oh yeah. This person that's never met you and that doesn't know you. They're just going to tell you how to eat forever. Right. That's like someone saying, Oh, I'm wear this type of clothes, watch this type of movies, listen to this type of music. I mean, you're just going to let someone tell you how to eat forever. I mean, it's just, it's, it's asinine. So make that point. <laughs> yeah. Trace, you haven't learned a lot in two weeks. You, you've been, You've really done it. How do I join and how much does it cost? Okay. I'm going to tell you guys something. It's $2,000 if you ordered it through my pro, through my website, program yourself then. But I'm going to tell you a little hack here to get you 50% off is if you go to that link in my bio and you go watch that training, uh, you, you, you get a link for a hypnosis session. I'll give you a hypnosis session. And then it, it takes a few minutes to get it ready and send it to you. But you're going to be brought to a page that has three steps to master your weight. It's about a half hour. 
first of all, you should watch that training if you're, if you're at all serious about mastering your weight. And then at the end of that, I talk about my program and there's a special offer um, if you've never seen it. It's a one-time offer I make because, again, I'm, I'm looking to motivate you to take some action, okay? And, um, and you can get it for half off. Vicky says, absolutely worth it. Now looking for next stage after the initial program. Vicky, I was thinking about you last night. I woke up at two in the morning. I was like, shit, I forgot to send Vicky the information. I will send that to you. Let me write this down. In big letters, I write your name, and that almost guarantees that I'm going to send it as soon as this is over. Um, yeah, it's worth it. Again, I mean, it's your, that's what I mean. Like, like, you know, there's so much conditioning. We don't, um, the conditioning, we can't see our own conditioning. You, you know what I mean? But, but one of the things, I mean, how do you get a population to be 75% overweight now? How did you get most of the population to smoke at one point? And then we had a huge reduction in it. Think about this again. The cigarettes is such a valuable thing to look at. Okay. Cause it proceeded. We're, we're in the same thing with the food right now, but we can't see it cause we're in it. But again, with the smoking, everyone was smoking. It was in, I mean, there was vending machines everywhere. There was nonstop cigarette ads. They were in the, all the movies. It was just ubiquitous. I mean, it was, it was everywhere. There was ads with doctors, the healthiest cigarettes. So we just assumed cigarettes weren't that bad. And so we lived in that fog and it minimized the damage the cigarettes were doing to it. And so how do we get to a place where so many people stop smoking through education, right? We changed the way we thought about cigarettes. You learn that they cause lung cancer. All of those PSAs about cigarettes change the way you think about them. And now, again, that just gets to the mindset piece too. Because if you're a non-smoker already, it's not because you're fighting cravings all the time. It's because the way you think about cigarettes, you don't have any cravings. So again, when it comes to your weight, what you're doing is you're creating all these cravings and thinking you're going to fight against them. Every diet, right? Your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. If I tell you not to think about a banana, don't think about a banana. What, what are you thinking about? A banana. What's a diet? Don't think about carbs. Don't think about cookies. Don't think about ice cream. Don't think about sweets. Don't think about fattening foods. All you're thinking about is those foods. You know what I mean? It's subconsciously orienting you towards all them. So it creates the deprivation and cranks up the cravings for them. You know? Yeah, it's a lot of self-awareness and self-accountability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all about self-awareness. Awareness really precedes all real genuine change, you know? And you think you know what you got to do and you don't. Um, it's really about becoming aware of what's going on, you know? And I just shared that story about someone who joined the program recently, again, a very smart, intelligent, successful woman. Okay. And gets on and says, I'm doing everything right. And I don't want to lose weights losing. And a week later, after thinking about it and reflecting and changing up the mindset, just a hair realizes, oh, I've had eight to 10 snacking habit that was there the whole time, but just wasn't seen. I know you think that's a dramatic example. It's just literally just happened the last couple of weeks, you know? So how are you going to fix the problem if you can't see it? Yeah. And that's what I say. So my program as well, um, you know, a, a huge component of it is working with me. You know what I mean? Every Tuesday and Thursday we have live calls, you know, where I'm actually helping you. So it's, um, it, it's really important because you, you've never worked with anyone like this, you know, it really is a unique zone. I, I don't know. Like, again, I don't know. They're therapists. Obviously, there's got to be some therapists that help people lose weight. But I don't know. You got to kind of figure it out yourself because I have, you know, you look, okay, I'm going to study, study this stuff. I've had to create this all myself. That's why I read 50 books a year. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions, you know, because I had to figure this out myself. I, I you know what I mean? Like, like there's really no one out there. Who, who's the mindset master of weight loss? Who would you even, if you've realized, you know what, the way I'm thinking is kind of messing me up with my weight. I got to change how I'm thinking about weight loss. Who, who are you studying? 
Who are you looking? Who are you watching? Right? I, I don't know. You know? So that's not enough anyways, you know? I think the hypnosis is a big part of the whole thing as well. But all right, I got to get out of here. I get prepared. But if you all, um, like I said, go go click that bio link and get that session. I mean, it's a free hypnosis session. It's custom-made session. <laughs> get it. Um, and then there's a training there after it. And then uh, if you get in there, like I said, within the next 25 minutes or so, I'm going to do a, a live webinar. Um, and it's free. You know, it's a free webinar, but I only do it for people on my email list. You, know, you got to take some action. Jesus. <laughs> so hopefully I'll see you on that, right? Oh, yeah, I'll send you that. I'm going to send you that. Like, in, I'm just going to send you a live link. You just pop it in at, um. yeah, it's free. It's free. Oh, you didn't see the free session? I clicked it, but didn't see that. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow, Vicky. And I'll get you that that info tonight. Um, yeah, but but go. <laughs> Thanks, baby moose. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, the free session should be there. If it's not there, email me at Jim at program yourself then. But but that should be no problem. Um, yeah, see you tomorrow, Tracy. Uh yeah, so so click that link though. It should bring you to the free session. Opt in for that. You'll be brought to a training. Three steps to master your weight, but then keep an e eye on your email inbox. I'm going to send you a link within the next 20 minutes or so, um, which I'll have a link to a webinar I'm about to do at uh, four o'clock Eastern. All right. We'll be doing some hypnosis and uh, weight loss. All right. Cool. All right, everyone. Have a good day. We'll talk soon. Bye.